Hello? Creaks and groans filled the dark room, creating an imperceptible zoo of futuristic exhibits. The lack of light adding to the sense of the unknown, letting the man's imagination run rampant. Imagining creatures chittering and waiting in patience for the right moment to bound toward him. The man cringed away from the cacophony, or tried to, failing as the chains restraining him pulled taut. Is there anyone there? Please! I'm not supposed to be here! He strained to listen for a reply, only hearing the response of clacking and sputtering machinery. The man pulled the chains once more, trying to gauge the direction they were attached. With a grimace, he slackened his pull, the manacles cutting into his wrists. Cautiously, he grasped the thick lengths of the chains, crawling on his knees, following them in the dark to their turpid origin. The lack of eyesight filled his head with a scene from a sea-sailing adventure, the pirate scaling the anchor chain to his freedom, the depthless ocean of the night cascading over him in a waterfall of hopeful deception. His imagination changed, shifting from fear and desperation to childhood bliss of long, sun-soaked days filled with happiness and carelessness. The man realized, coming to, that he in fact had stopped moving toward the origin, that he was unsure if he wanted to know if there was a way to be free of the unknown situation or if this would be best. Why am I here? He had an upbringing comparable to that of a Persian prince, pampered to the point of ignorance. The sense of entitlement received from all of those around him, a grandiose picture of life as it unfolded through his eyes. He felt the heat of the long days at the family country club beat down on his arms through the years, then eventually playing in his teens. Taking advantage of the greens to enjoy the long weeks he skipped out of school that was paid for through the labor of acquiescence domestics within the family employment. Eventually, the easy years of private school turned to even easier ones of his paid-for-with-bribes-stint at an Ivy League college. Following in his father's footsteps as a lawyer for fat cat corporate owners and hotshot celebrity rapscallions never seemed like something he wanted to do, but did so because it wasn't coming from his own pockets. Eventually, he met the love of his life, or so he thought, one evening at a company Christmas party, enjoying the cheer and the seasonal fruitcakes. Her silken blonde hair teased him, accentuated by her protuberant curves, their eyes meeting across the room as her father proposed a business proposition to the board of directors of the law firm. They then spent the rest of Christmas Eve being merry in his newly appointed office. The years flew by, dissolving into mere snippets of imperceptible seconds comprising his life in its entirety. He was now married, a second kid on the way, starting his own firm after a fallout with his father over his previously exuberant lifestyle, leaving him near bankruptcy. The late nights, he stayed struggling to complete and compete in the competitive business took its toll, creating strain on every aspect of his life. Soon the siren call of the bottle pulled him in, drowning his inhibitions with the sweet luxury of forgetfulness, soothing the headaches of everyday monotony and smoothing the rough edges of his new place in life. But alas, the allure of alcohol became too great, overshadowing his responsibility of a husband and as an entrepreneur. Vices tightening their hold, stripping away everything he worked so hard for. Late nights at the office turned to easy mornings strung out in the backseat of his Lincoln, hallucinating sweet nothingness. 
the deterioration of his practice mirroring the descent of the sacred oath of matrimony promised between him and his wife. Missed birthdays and anniversaries soon were joined by holidays of joy and cheer. Sleeping in separate beds became more frequent as he sought comfort in the arms of someone new. Life as he was used to came to a crescendo of disparity, crashing from the highest low point to the bottom of desolation. His memory strained as he tried to recollect the most recent fight, the moment of his isolation. For the last time, I was at the office. You know I would live for this family. That's what you're always your response. It's the same excuse every time. You miss a birthday or a dinner party or even a simple parent-teacher conference. I have to do all of that alone. How do you think we pay for all the pedicures you get or the private school we send our kids to? I don't see you pulling your own weight in this. I am the only thing holding this family together. If you spent half the time with your son at baseball practice as you do at the bar, maybe you would be happier with the person you could be instead of the person you've become. I am fine with who I am. Maybe you should be happy with the life I provide you and the children. I can see past the facade of the outgoing family man. You must be oblivious if you think that I can't see the smudge on your neck or smell the perfume on your collar. I don't need this. I don't need you breathing down my neck when I can finally make it home. What I need is for you to make goddamn food on the table, a beer in my hand, and last of all, for you to shut the hell up. <laughs> the man thought to himself, pondering, deciding as he mulled over what led him to this point. His family would be better off if he stayed here. In the dark abyss of the sun-soaked sandy beaches, the chain slipped from his fingers, slowly falling to the ground. The surrounding noises engulfed him in the newfound tranquility.